Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters it's more than a game more than a show it's where football blends culture economics and society tap in tune in and lock in to 100 yards of football now football might be over for the season but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds totals player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right down to the Olympic coverage. It's the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And tonight is our legend segment. And tonight, guys, this is Black History Month. And we got somebody on the night who's a true legend, and he is a historian. We got on, at one time, the world's fastest man all the way from Bolton, Mississippi, Mr. Calvin Smith. Calvin, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Glad to be part of the show. Man, thank you, man. It's, it's so good to see you here. And, uh, you know, of course, over the years, I followed you and kept up a little bit with you, what's going on in your life. But, man, I remember back in the day when we competed against each other. We'll talk about that. But, man, you're from the 601. Bolton, Mississippi. Bolton, Mississippi. Uh, yes, I am. A uh, small little town in Bolton, um, about 15, 10, 15 miles from Jackson area. From Jackson, okay, yeah. right, right. Okay, cool, yeah. man. So so now, after high school, you decide to go to the University of Alabama. How did you get out of Mississippi? Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, let me say this, let me say this. How did you avoid yeah. Florida State? First of all, I I, I want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one Florida State never contacted me, and I what? didn't know that much about Florida State at the time. Okay, mm-hmm. my, my my main thing that I was looking at was UCLA. It was bypassed ah. all the schools around the area. Ah. But the, um, you know, last moment and everything, I decided that. I didn't want to go there because yeah, of the far. distance and all that. Yeah. Too far away. Yeah, too, uh-huh. too, too far. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, that UCLA program was loaded back in the day. You had Foster out there. I mean, you had some guys out there, you know, in uh, in Beverly yeah. Hills. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so, Kevin, so, yeah. so, so, all right. So, 
I guess you had to be with your kind of ability because you had to be born with that kind of ability to run that fast. So you you started to try to run track in the eighth grade. And, and so what happened with you? And because you quit the track team, what, what happened with you in the eighth grade? Tell me about it. Well, um, in the eighth grade, I didn't I didn't know that much about track and I hadn't really done any um, uh, sports, um, mm -hmm. you know, team type of sports. It's just okay. basically been, you know, in PE class and stuff like that, um, mm -hmm. you know, through elementary up to that point. And um, so after I went out there and had a workout and I was just really sore and everything. And I went again and I said, no, oh, this is too much. I'm not going to, I don't need to do all this. <laughs> to be sore and all of that. And I just didn't realize, you know, um, mm -hmm. it was going to take some time. I wanted right. things to be good right away and no major problem. <laughs> Well, see that all right. So I I like what you just said because see a lot of kids a lot of kids listen to this show, right? And because this is a legend yeah. segment, and we talk about the beginning because most of us our beginnings was not that good, right? But we kept at it, we kept at it, and next thing you know, work working through it, we eventually get there. So so you quit your first year because you thought it was too much. But I know you had yeah. to be the fastest guy in in, in town, right? I pretty much was yeah, the fastest one around. Yes. <laughs> so all right. So you, you quit in your eighth grade year, but you come back as a freshman and you win state in the hundred yard dash as a ninth grader. Yes. That's um, crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went in knowing uh more as far as what to expect. Cause uh a lot of the guys after I quit. You know, they got on my case, and then uh, <laughs> I just still didn't go back. But then by the, the next year, you know, they had talked to me and told me so much that, you know, I really wanted to go back. You really wanted to go back. And, to um, and you know, they they got me to get on back out there. Right, right. So, man, so so eventually, you know, as you uh, uh, matured and got a little older, got a little stronger, uh, you got faster, and you ended up breaking the state record in the 100-yard dash. And I think that record was held for about 33, 35 years before somebody broke it. Uh, yes. Um, by that time, they had gone, I'm sure, to, to meters. Gone to meters at that time. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, I was able to do quite a little bit um, mm -hmm. during my high school days in Mississippi. Because, we know, I had set goals for myself that um, it was going to be my ticket out of the state of Mississippi. Uh, and that was one of the key. I had goals that um, uh, Mississippi was not the place I wanted to live. Right, right. See, it's, it's amazing. I, you know, when I hear guys like you, our age, most of us, we had dreams. Yeah. You know, most of us had goals, right? You know, we saw something mm -hmm. that we didn't like and we wanted better and, and we went for it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and the odds, the odds was never in our favor. But we did go to work. <laughs> we did go to work, right? So when, when I hear you say that the first year you went out, how the workload was too much at that time, but then you know, always believe when you got your mind right, you got your thoughts right, you know, okay, I can overcome that. And you know, and when you have your peers, your peers are always going to edge you along. They're, they're going to talk about you, right? Oh, and so yeah. that'll help you go back out. Because Calvin, I did the same thing. I, I quit the first year I played football. 
I went out and I sat the bench. I didn't like that. So after the first game, I turned my uniform in. I was nine years old. <laughs> I come back the next year and all of a sudden I was a monster the very next year. And so it's not how you start, right? It's how you progress, progressively move forward on your journey. You know, and it's not the destination, it's the journey, you know. And then along the way, you meet other guys who are kind of like-minded and iron sharpens iron, and next thing you know, you find yourself on your way, right? Right. That's correct. So let's talk about you, man. So you go to Alabama, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. At Alabama, you're an eight-time All-American. And now the first time I saw you, Calvin, I think I saw you. If I'm not mistaken, the first meet I ever ran in at Florida State. See, I didn't, I didn't, of course, I didn't go to school on a track scholarship. Yeah. I went to school on a football scholarship. And I long jump in an intramural track meet. And the track coach was there and he saw me jump. And he said, Man, I need you on the track team. I said, mm-hmm. I would love to. I said, talk with Coach Bowden. I said, but I ain't running. First thing I said, I, I cut him. I said, I'm not running. <laughs> now I was the fastest guy on the football team in the 40, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so but we had guys like Mike Robeson, we had Walter McCoy, we had Ron Nelson. <laughs> so yeah. Florida State we were loaded. And so I was intimidated by those guys because I, I ran against them in the high school um, state track meet and they were far way ahead of me, right? So yeah. I was intimidated. But the first meet I ran in, um, I was at a meet, it was a meet, more so SEC schools were there at LSU. Okay. And that meet, I was long jumping, but then they were running the 60. And so I'm sitting there thinking, shoot, man, it ain't nobody 60. They can't beat me that bad, right? I asked my coach, can I enter that race? And I finished a distant fourth. (laughs) (laughs) But that was enough to encourage me, and that got me running, and the, the rest is history. But I saw you at that meet. But then where I really saw you, Calvin, was in the NCAAs outdoors and the 100 meter final. I wouldn't show that tape, but it's so it's so dark (laughs) and, you know, it's all jumped up. In that race, you had yourself, the great Calvin Smith. We had James Sanford. We had Mike Robeson. We had Stanley Floyd. We had, um, oh, the Sanford, um, James Sanford from USC. Uh, you had, um, oh, what's the guy's name from Tennessee? Um, great sprinter. Anyway, it was a loaded field. You had Darren Nelson from uh, Stanford in that, in, that, in that heat. And you were out there. That was a loaded 100-meter final. And I yeah. think Stanley, Stanley Floyd, as a true freshman, ended up winning that thing, right? <laughs> That's the first time I really saw you like that, yeah. in that capacity. Mm-hmm. And you, you were a freshman that year, right? Or a sophomore? And, uh, that was well, 79. It could have you been 79 freshman. You were a freshman, freshman. right? Uh-huh, yeah, he uh-huh. would have a freshman. At, uh, yeah, both of you guys were freshmen, yeah. right? Right. So that's when that's the first time I really said, "Oh man, this dude is the real, real, real deal, right?" Guys, what's more important than peace of mind? I'll tell you what, it's nothing, and that's what NordVPN is here for—to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, because let's face it, there's a bunch of them, it's more important than ever to be sure you have the best VPN you can get. 
NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryptions to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a flow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. So when we think about your eight-time All-American, if I ask you, in college, did you have a favorite sprint? Was it the 100? Was it the 200? Or did you love them both? Um, it was the 100 because it was shorter. <laughs> I, I, deep down, I love them both. But uh-huh. if you ask me which one I would prefer to run, it's going to be mm-hmm. the 100 because it was shorter. Okay, 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 okay. So, 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 um, so, let me, so let me ask you this because you were a really good 200 meter man. And so you, you, so when, so when did you get to the point where your training took you where you want with that 200? Cause you were actually a 200 meter man. Um, well, I, I train a lot different than a lot of other sprinters. And okay. most of the time my, with my training to get to the point was like probably uh, May when other people was running fast times in, you know, April and early May, uh, mine was coming around from the end of May into the summer. In summer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, so, all right. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to sound, sound off some things, man, about you. All right. Okay. This is what people need to know. If y'all don't know about this man, you, you're going to know now, you know, um, in 1980, at the Pan American Junior Championship, you finished second in 100 meters and second in 200 meters. Now, when we talk about the Pan American Junior Championship, we're talking about, is that high school? Or is that right after high school? Uh, the Pan American would be, um, it's just all of those, it can be college freshmen. Okay. Generally, it's based on age. Okay, not, all right. Uh, on a certain age, you can go. Mm-hmm. So, but so it's anyone around from all around the world, yeah. 
and, and here's the thing that people now when we're, when we're talking here, y'all understand we're talking world. We're not talking about state. <laughs> we're not talking about just in the United States. We're talking about international running. And so at a young age, you were competing around the world, you know, in the, in the sprint. And so you finished second in 100, 200. In 1981, Universiad in Romania, you, you, you got a silver in the 100 meters and you won the gold in the four by one with some teammates. In 1983, 83 was a great year for you, right? Oh, 83, yes. 83 was a special year for Calvin, ladies and gentlemen. That year, Calvin broke the 100 meter record. And he was named the fastest man in the world in 1983. And you ran a time, but was it 9.93? What was that time? Yes, 9.93. Wow. Was, yeah. was that below or above sea level? <laughs> that was uh, above, that was in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Wow. Uh, at the uh, National Sports Festival meet wow. that year. Man, that's, a, that's amazing. That's, a, that's amazing. And then on top of that, that year, you um, you were first uh, in the 200 meters. In Helsinki, you finished second in the 100 meters. You won a silver yes. in Helsinki, the world championships. And you won a, a gold in the, in the four by one relay. You were first in the 200 meters. You won a goal yes. there, right? And of course, in 1984, yes. the Great Olympics in Los Angeles, Los <laughs> Angeles, California, in America, 1984, you won a gold medal in the 4x1. Yes. Right? And who was yes. in that race with you? You, Carl Lewis, who was on that on that team 4x1? That was um, uh, Sam Grady and yes, um, Ron Brown. Okay, Ron and, Brown, that's right. Uh, yeah. Now, you know I know Ron real well now. You know I played against Ron in the, in the NFL. You know, he played for the Rams, right? So I had to guard Ron all the time. <laughs> so I know his I know his speed. So you, yeah. you got the goal, you got that goal. And the thing about that, y'all also broke the world's record in that race. Am I right? Uh, yes. Yeah. 37.83. Yeah. Man, that that's getting it, Doc. That's that's getting it right there, man. <laughs> that's special. All right. <laughs> and so in 1987, World Championship in Rome, Italy. First in 200 meters, you got a goal in 200 meters there. In 1988, yes. you come back to the Olympics again in Seoul, Korea. Probably the most controversial Olympics as far as the sprints are concerned, right? Yes. Um, you, got a, you got a bronze in, in that meet in the 100 meters, right? Yes. And, and in my yes. opinion, yes. you should have you had the goal. That's my opinion, all right? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's why when I uh, wrote my book, it title it should have been gold, and it basically ah. yeah. should it, it should have been gold. It should have been gold. A lot of people don't yeah. really know all the controversy behind that, right? Nineteen ninety two, you you still running, and here's the thing I like: you still running in nineteen ninety two, right? And so yeah. you got you got a bronze in a hundred meter meters in the World Cup in Havana, Cuba. Four by one, y'all want y'all want to go again, man. You you've done it all, and, and here's the other thing I like about you: the whole time, the whole time of your career, you were always one of the top four or five sprinters. I mean, I see in nineteen, of course, in nineteen eighty-two, 
this is the thing I love about you, man. This is the thing I love about you. In 1982, you were ranked second in the United States in the 100 meters and second in the world in the 100 meters. People will catch that onto this in a little bit. He was second in the United States in the 100 meters and also second in the whole world. All right. Also in the 200 meters, you were second in the United States and you were second in the world. In 1983, you were second in, in the United States and you were second in the world. Same sprints. In 1983, you were first in the USA and in the world in the 200 and the 100 meters. 1985, you're second in the world and you're second in the 200 meters. I mean, very consistent, very consistent. In 1986, you're third in the world and, and you're second in the 200 meters. In 1987, you're second in the world in both the United States and the world. You're, in 1988, you're second in the U.S. and you're in the world in 100 meters. And so the consistency, man, you're right there. There's only one guy that, that had you in second place, and we know him as Carl Lewis, one of the most decorated um, um, uh, track and field guys in the United States of all time, right? And that whole time, Calvin, you were right there, second, right behind him. Not only in America, but in the whole entire world. So here's the thing I love about you. You yeah. did it the right way. You did things the right way. All right? And so, you know, when, when yeah. we watch you, and see, here's the thing. When you play football, right, I look at physiques, right? Yes. You were natural. Okay. You can tell it just yeah. by watching you, right? And you can look at some guys. You can see one year a guy okay. running a 10, 10, 200 meters in Los Angeles, and in Seoul, he ran a 9-7. There's something wrong with that, people. It's not, Calvin, it's not possible. Very. I mean, even to this day, we got a 40-year-old sprint out there running 9-8. It's not possible at that age to run 9-8. There's something going on. There's something going on, right? And so, yes. so, so. Yes, very much so. So. How was it, Calvin, that you were that consistent over that period of time? Well, um, basically, I had to put a lot of that out out of my mind as far as in, in a certain sense of those that was on drugs. Right. But one of the things is that uh, I love running, love um, competing. Mm -hmm. So the love of the sport wasn't going to make me just quit because so many people was on drugs and stuff of that right. nature. Plus, mm -hmm. um, track gave me a good opportunity. It was one, it was my job, yes. and it gave me the opportunity to travel around the world free, mm -hmm. you know, on someone mm -hmm. else dying. So that was a uh, major thing. But the thing is, um, it just made me have to enhance my training as far as uh, doing a lot of over distance stuff to mm -hmm. get my body much stronger, right? Because uh -huh. I knew knew what I was dealing with, and mm -hmm. um, as long as I knew that I was in the best shape that I could possibly be in, mm -hmm. and I uh, had the right frame of mind, you know, mm -hmm. I was felt that I could could compete 
against anyone. Absolutely. I know I knew that you know the challenge was going to be much harder, but mm -hmm. I was willing to you know mm -hmm. take that challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now you're a sprinter, world class, big time sprinter, and most sprinters are cocky. They're like cornerbacks in the National Football League. They talk a lot of smack, always in your face, always trying to show out. But you were not like that. You were very humble. You were very quiet. You had a very quiet demeanor, right, about you. And, and so so what would you do when, when you compete against guys like that? You just laugh at them? What would you do? Because right? I know they're talking well, smack. Uh, I know they're talking smack. Well, yeah, that was plenty of them that was talking back, but I'll just look at it. I use that as to feed me to want to beat them more yeah. and to really get me ready to go like, okay, I'm going to show you. I'm you know, show you can talk all you want, but I'm going to show you on the track uh, who's going to do what. So they are, it was a motivational thing to listen to them. They didn't know they was motivating me to beat them, to try <laughs> to beat them, make sure I beat them. But uh, that's what it was. Absolutely, man. I, I tell you, man. I, you know, I, it's amazing. I, you know, when I was in high school, I'm, I'm from South Florida. I'm from a little place called Delray Beach down in Palm Beach County. I see you just moved to Tampa, not not long ago, right? Yeah. I've, so I've been there a long time. <laughs> been in Tampa for a while. Okay. Oh yes. Well, well, anyway, I'm I'm from down there, and you know, in high school, that's where it started. Got you know, sprinting guys would be over there. And I wasn't a good hundred guy, Calvin. I, you know, I was a two hundred guy. I didn't, go, I didn't know how to come out the blocks. To be honest with you, I, didn't, I came out the blocks gap legged, and I could never correct that. Right? I could never correct it. Even when I was in college, I couldn't correct it. And so, mm -hmm. but if I get out now, I'm gonna give you a good little run. Now, <laughs> you know, if I get out, <laughs> but, but I gotta yeah. get out for the hundred. And so, man, they'll be talking smack, man. They'll be talking. They beat me in the hundred. I said, all right, I'm gonna get y'all when y'all come back on the other side of the track in a couple minutes, right? In the 220, right? <laughs> oh, when I get over yeah. there, I'll be sure, yeah, okay, we, we finna go now, right? We okay. finna go now. Yeah. Right? Listen, I can make a mistake or two over here and still get y'all, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. that, that's, that's the right. thing I love about it. Um, I, you know, love competing. Um, I, I, I even remember um, that NCAA, no, no, it wasn't that right. Rick. No, no, it was the next year. It was the, um, it was, it was in Austin. It was the Texas Relays. And what I would okay. look for, Calvin, this is what I would do, right? Now, I was, I'm was i a football player. I'm on the track team just helping out, right? I'm on the relay team. Yes. It's like, I'm not going to qualify for the 100 meters. I'm not going to qualify for the 200. But I'm going to be a part of a relay team. We're going to get something done, right? So yes. we had a couple of receivers. One just passed, um, Lando McDaniels from the LSU, rest in peace. He was a hurdler. And um, oh. we played football against each other. And so he saw me in there. He just started talking smack, right? And boy, I mean, yeah. it was almost in the friends there. And I was like, I'm going to get this guy today. So, you, But I ran my better races. So what I would do, there was a bunch of football players like that running yeah. relays for yeah. schools, right? And so mm -hmm. I would find them. And ho I was hoping we were in the same leg so I can grind them up, right? And so the football players <laughs> had their own little thing within the track meet, right? Yeah. It, was, it was wild. It was wild. Um, uh, another um, guy, Kevin Williams, USC. Um, he, he's passed on since two years ago. Rest in peace. Uh, we used to go at it, man. We used to go at it, man. He's a wide receiver. I was a corner, man. I'm, I'm not going to let you mm -hmm. out, right? So it was, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was fun that way. 
So listen, what I want to do, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out some guys' names, right? And okay. and I want just tell me about these guys. First of all, my college teammate Walter McCoy. Uh, Walter McCoy. Walter was a good guy. Uh, we did a lot of traveling uh, in Europe and mm -hmm. um, together and stuff. Uh, a great athlete. He was one that um, you know he he did his little not just around the group talking, but uh -huh. uh, not necessarily to when he got on the track. But mm -hmm. when he got on the track, he knew that he was ready to to run, and he was going to give you a very good race. He was very determined uh, to do his best every time he stepped on the track. A good guy. Very determined, man. I, I mean, on, on our track team, um, Calvin, he was he he just he had the heart. You know, I've never seen a guy run a 400 like him, the heart that he had, you know, and, and we got ourselves in situations yeah. like that, that NCAA is in 79. We were the favorite to win the four by four and we broke the track record every day up until the finals. And Ron Nelson got hurt in the first leg. And by the time Walt got the baton, man, we're all, I mean, we were in last, dead last place. He probably had about a whole 150 yards to catch up with the next guy. And he took off and we got him in a split, like a 20.2 split. And I said, man, he can't, he can't keep that. He's gonna just fall, he's just gonna fall off. Man, next thing you know, I think we're in the fourth in the race. You know, I, I've yeah. never seen a guy with that kind of heart. All right, this next guy, Carl Lewis. Well, Carl, he was um, or he is, or was at the time. Um, I guess he wanted to be the top dog. Mm -hmm. um, he wasn't a team player. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I really didn't talk to him that much. He was mm -hmm. one that, you know, all I had talked to uh, a few people and stuff. But I would mm -hmm. say overall, it was not anyone that um, I would, you know, say to my kids, look up to as an athlete that. Um, to follow was for our athletes. It's only mm -hmm. for himself. Right. Okay. What about Stanley Floyd? Uh, Stanley Floyd, he was uh, a good, good guy to hang around and talk to. He was mm -hmm. one that would brag and say what he's going to do <laughs> and, and he, who he's going to be. But it was all good and fun. But he You're was fun, one, right? you know, he, he's going to talk. About what he's gonna do. <laughs> so he was one that would help motivate you to beat him. <laughs> ah, okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. What about this guy, James Mallet? James Mallet, mm -hmm. uh, good guy. Uh, when I mm -hmm. went to Alabama, mm -hmm. <laughs> he didn't want to taught me my first lesson. I decided, <laughs> you know, I, I'm coming out of high school and I'm going. <laughs> I'm gonna do my thing because I'm real good, right. and so we wasn't doing the, uh, exactly the same workouts. And one right. day I said, "Okay, I'm gonna do the same workout as James Mount." Uh -huh. So I um, got out there and was, he was running some 200s that day. It was the only day that I ran 200s with him. It was my first and last day. He almost killed me. <laughs> hey, he was a monster. He was a monster now. He was a monster. He was a monster. I said, you know, 
I said, step back and get in your place. It was what, basically what I was, that workout taught me, but it also motivated me. And in fact, right. I talked to James a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago when oh, I saw wow. him at the park, I was telling him how he, he motivated me and I thanked him for right. uh, what he did for me at Alabama because awesome. uh, he showed me uh, he was there and how he trained and it encouraged mm -hmm. me to do the same thing and work hard and gave me encouragement. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, yeah. man. What about this guy? Yeah. When you were in college, he was still one of the fastest guys in the world running, running on the so-called amateur circuit. I guess you call it that back then. Harvey Glantz. Oh, Harvey's a good guy. Uh, mm -hmm. We traveled together and um, uh, ran against each other. And um, Harvey, um, very down to earth, mm -hmm. uh, determined to uh, mm -hmm. go out and, and always did his best out there. And mm -hmm. I think that he was one that, you know, respected all the runners that mm -hmm. um, was out there and mm -hmm. just a you know, good guy overall. Very good, good guy. Now, what about this guy? Houston McTeer. Now, uh, I really don't, didn't uh, get to really talk to Houston or really know him. I just, I saw him at a couple of meets that mm -hmm. I remember, but I really yeah. didn't get to to know yeah. him. You know him. But yeah. uh, I just know, I just had heard all, you know, things about how well he gets out and how fast he was. So that's what I just know about him. And I've seen a few of his races, and yeah, he will right. get out and well, do it. Well, Calvin, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm I'm a tenth grader in high school. I qualify for the state track meet in the sprint medley. I'm running the 200 leg of the sprint medley, 220 leg. And so I used to look at all the magazines with all the top sprinters in it, long jumpers, and I would just look, you know, see the times, and you know, the, remind myself how far behind I was, right? And yes. so. But always looking at these guys. So I see Mac Tear ran like a nine three hundred yard dash, and Mike Robeson was running a nine three hundred yard dash. The, the Johnson twins from Tampa were running nine three nine four. James Brown from Daytona Beach Mainland was running nine two hundred yard dash. He about he about six yeah. four about one ninety five. Beautiful looking guy, right? Just and so it was a lot of competition. And so we go to the track meet. It was like a two-day meet. They had the two smaller uh, teams, 1A and 2A, running on Friday night. And then on Saturday, mm -hmm. the 3A and 4A would run. And so yes. that Friday night, we're watching the one the 2A finals. And I got a friend from Pahokee, Florida, named Leroy Love, who was in the finals for the 100. And McTeer, of course, was winning everything. And he was a favorite. And so my buddy will run 9-4 every time he go out there, right? He's the most consistent okay. guy I know. Every mm -hmm. time, clockwork. He's not going to be a 9-6. He's <laughs> not going to be a 9-5. He's going to run 9-4 every time. So yeah. we, we, you know, now that we're at the state track meet and they're running their class, we're running the next day. But we're running. They're running. We're cheering each other on and rooting for each other. So we say, Leroy, when you, run, when you get the finals now, when they blow the gun, you just got to get out. If you get out, he's not stronger than you. You're going, you're going to win. So we cheer them on. Man, they got that gun. We're going to take your mark. Get set. Wow! <laughs> Mac Taylor, the race was halfway over. And that day, in that race, he broke the Royals record in the 100-yard dash. He ran that nine flat okay. in the 100-yard dash. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. 
So now I'm scared. Now I'll run the next day. I'm scared. <laughs> and I see Mike Robinson run. Yeah. And I see, oh my God, I was messed up in the head. But it was good for me to see and good for me to be a part of that, right? These guys yes. were great, great runners and great sprinters. And so, um, and so, you know, they made the game. And, and here's the thing about when I was in college running, you know, not only were you and all those guys from sprinting, James Mallard, you had Curtis Dickey at Texas A&M. You had um, Foster over at UCLA, the hurdler, who also ran yeah. the 200. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a good 200 man. Right. And, and then you, you talk about all the guys in college, and you were one of those guys, you and Stanley. But then you had those guys, like we, we mentioned, like Stanley Floyd, not Stanley Floyd, like Harvey Glance and McTeer running outside of, of, of college. And doing yeah. doing really well, and so there was a there was there had to be twenty great re- sprinters in the country. Wouldn't you yeah. say that? Yes. Uh, well, just in the U.S. alone, it was like in the U.S. alone, right? That's what I'm saying. It was so many people that it was like, how can you really get to do anything? Because you got to be ready at all times because you can afford to slip up because Definitely. everybody was pretty much on an even pace. And mm-hmm. in the slip up, you know, you could be last in the race. And especially yeah. in the hundred, right? Yes, in the hundred, yes. Especially so, in the hundred. You, know, you had to be you had to be on top of your game every time you uh step up to the blocks. Every time. So so what for you, what was the key? Tell me just tell me this. It's too late for me now, but I wanna know. <laughs> what was the key with coming out the blocks, man? What was the key with the blocks? Oh, you have the wrong one on the block. <laughs> my start was very inconsistent, and okay. I wasn't that great out of the block. My finish was the key the for, my, for my race in the hundred and stuff. Um, I mean, I tried different starts and everything, mm-hmm. but I just tried to get a decent start. But right. I never was the first one on the blocks or anything like that. Wow. So if I got a decent start, I was good to go. But sometimes. I really got out bad, but um, the determination and the speed itself helped pull me up to the front. Man, you're the most consistent sprinter in the world in that time. I mean, you know, you and Carl Lewis were the most consistent sprinters in the world at that time. You know, you you were always, you know, right there in the top two, not only in our country, but in the world. And and that's what a lot of people don't understand. When you start talking about these other countries, man, you know, Great Britain got some great sprinters, right? You know, back in our day, yes. Russia Russia had some great sprinters, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did. So, I mean, so you had to compete against, man, that, that's amazing, man, when you start thinking about the world. So, Calvin, <laughs> this is my question to you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you're in high school. You're the fastest man in the state. Everybody know you fast. And, and you live in Mississippi. I yeah. know, I know <laughs> them high school football coaches was calling you to come play football. You never played football? Uh, no, um, nobody really knew about, I'm, you know, from Mississippi and the high school and stuff. A lot of people didn't know about me. I only got the notoriety after high school when I went okay. to um, some some summer meets. 
okay. right after my senior year is when a lot of schools from elsewhere start hearing about me because I oh, was, wow. and like I, uh, I signed, I think like in July to go to Alabama because- Oh, okay, so you're really late. Like I say, a lot of people hadn't heard about me and all right. that, so there were not, other than like, you know, Mississippi, Mississippi State, the Mississippi schools and the four right, other right, schools, right, right, they right. are the only ones that had heard about me. So, um, and so, so, all right. You so know, you go to Alabama. You go, you go to Alabama, and and at the yeah. time, Bob Bryant was coaching the football team. Nobody tried to get you to play football in Alabama. Nobody. No, I had. I I pretty much made it known that I didn't want to play. <laughs> You're not doing that. Right? Not going to play. <laughs> that you know, track was it. So oh, I guess I that, that. Um, you know was not. One of the things right. that you know uh, that they were going to ask me because I wasn't going out there to play football. Right, but I, 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 I tell you, now, right. Well, well, the thing is, though, you know, your legs were your business, and you, yeah. you don't want to be messing up your legs in football, you know, because more than likely with the speed you had, well, you could they would push that corner too, but more than likely they would have you playing offense when guys go trying to hit you all the time, right? I know. I know. Yeah. Mike Mike Robinson played. Uh, he played a halfback in high school, um, um, but you know, it's just a matter, man. If if you're a real, if you're the real deal on that track and field, you need to leave it alone because your legs is everything. Yeah. Hey, one ACL, <laughs> one ACL tear, and you're done. Yeah, well, I did my um, my my what maybe two day football deal in high school. That was okay. nothing. I quit. <laughs> and I said I wasn't going back. So that was good. It. So, and then, you know, they got two days out of me. <laughs> and I was saying, nah, I'm going to stick with track. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not for me right there. That's not for me. <laughs> that's, not that's, for me. Am, that's amazing, man. You know, because I really believe sometimes, Calvin, that the sport that chooses you, it's, it's a cultural thing, yeah. right? So where I come from, Man, that's all that's all kids do is play football, right? I mean, that's all yeah. we did. And then I, I was in school doing segregation, you know, when we had an all-black high school. Man, let, yeah. let me tell you something, man. You had some guys who could really play football, you know. On on the last all-black high school in my hometown, we had we had three guys on that one team to be NFL ball players, right? We're talking a little, little high school team, right? And so, yeah. I mean, you know, so that's the kind of talent they had. And you know this to be true. You know, you have guys that are really good young, but they just don't have the vision um, to have a career, you know, like you had or, or yeah. a career like I had. You know, they don't yes. they don't have their mind right. And so you have a lot of guys, put it this way. I can. I will tell you this. When I was in high school playing football, people would say he was good, but nobody would have said yeah. he's going to be a Sunday player, right? You know, if they would have said yeah. somebody was going to be a Sunday player, yeah. it wouldn't have been me. It would have been about four or five other guys on the team, right? But, Cal, right. one thing I can okay. say, I had my mind right. You know, I've been dreaming since yeah. I was nine years old. I, I, I love telling this story. Me and my dad was yeah. watching um, a football game. We was watching the, um, the Chicago Bears. Gail Sayers was playing. And, you know, Gail Sayers was a okay. phenomenal football player. And so I'm watching him run the football. 
And man, that day I said in my heart, that's what I want to do. And without somebody telling me to do this, my dad didn't tell me to do this. I go to my room, Calvin, I take a piece of paper, mm-hmm. had a number two pencil, and I wrote down, I'm a pro football player. And I put it on my dresser drawer and I left it there. And next thing you know, I was putting on my, I was getting my t-shirt, I get a pen, and I'll put number 40, Gail Sayers, on there. And I'll go out there and try to do everything I saw him do with the football until I got yeah. good at it. Right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I, I went to the all black high school, Carver High in Delray, and I saw the quarterback play. And I, I didn't want to be a running back no more. I wanted to be a quarterback like that dude. And mm-hmm. I changed the number four, and I started putting number 10. And I put pen, I put his name on the back of my T-shirt, and I go out and start throwing the football, right? And and mm-hmm. I became a quarterback. I did that until I went to college. And then, you know, back in those days, they didn't give us the opportunity to play quarterback. So I played yeah. on the defensive side. It, it worked out, right? It worked out. But mm-hmm. I always say this, and you mentioned it, to make it and to have a career like you had, I mean, how many years did you run after college? Uh, let's see. I finished, my last year of college was um, 82, 83. Mm-hmm. And I retired in 96. So you so basically yeah. had a 13-year thir- pro, pro career. Yes. That's incredible, man, as a sprinter. That's incredible. That's just incredible. Now let me ask you this: Did you have during 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 your during your career? Did you have any major injuries? You have a lot of hamstring pulls. You have quad pulls. Anything like that? Uh, well, throughout uh, my career, I had a, a number of uh, injuries. I guess mm-hmm. the uh, one of the the biggest injury was uh, just before the '84 Olympic trials. I okay. went to the USA Track and Field Nationals, which was a mm-hmm. couple weeks before the trials. I think mm-hmm. I was pretty much in the best. I think I was in a wow. in the best condition I had ever been in, wow. even when I set the world record the year before. Mm-hmm. And wow. um, and I decided to run there just for a tuna, and I mm-hmm. got I pulled a hamstring, and that was. Uh, Forgot the whole season, pretty much. Yeah. And I, it was hurt. And I went to the trials, of course. Mm-hmm. And during the trials, each race that I ran, uh, my leg was just killing mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. I was determined that I'm going to make this team. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and I knew that I was running against the top half 100 meters mm-hmm. runners in the world. The world right here at home, right? Determination, mm-hmm. you know, just wow. determination enabled yeah. me to get fourth place. Which wow. I was, it was surprising, but I knew that, you know, the determination got me there. I right. had to block out, you know, the pain in my leg and everything. And I knew that I would have time to, you know, get to get ready to get that goal for right. by the time that the games was. Wow, man, that, that that's amazing, man, because a pull hamstring ain't no joke. You know, it's, it's, not, no. it's, it's not easy. And, and then the higher it goes up there to your butt, the worse it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's it's, it's a lot of treatment and stuff and mm-hmm. determination. Even after I got back was not, even when I went to the games itself, it was mm-hmm. not 100%. And, wow. <clears throat> um, even at the games, no one knew but myself <laughs> mm-hmm. that 
my leg was in pain during each round at the Olympic Games. But I said, I can do it. And I'm, and the turn helped because um, mm -hmm. I didn't have to put as much pressure, pressure on, on it, that leg. Right. On, on, on that leg. But, so um, but you were in the first, you were in the first, you were in the first or third leg. I ran the third leg. Third leg, okay. And mm -hmm. uh, and basically, once I finished running the Olympics, my season was over. My leg, I could barely. Yeah. Wow. At that point, I couldn't even really walk or, or jog or anything. So my season wow. was over after the games. But nobody, wow. but you know, I had to play it off and fake it and everything else, and everything was fine throughout each round. But, you got that gold you know, medal. It was, it was that goal in my mind, and I said I can do it <laughs> and I can make it. Nothing else was going to stop me because I was already in pain and I knew how that pain felt and I could get through it. Get through it. <laughs> and I but did. See, you know. Right. Well, see, that's an amazing thing. And, and some somebody may be saying, they listen to what you just said. They say, well, why would you do that? You don't, people got to understand, right? The Olympics, yeah. there's nothing any higher than that. That's the Super Bowl of track and field, ladies and gentlemen. And not only making a team, but the, the the opportunity to truly come back with a medal. See, some guys from other right. countries will make the elections, but they know they're not going to medal. They even know it before they go. But when you have right. that opportunity, that opportunity don't come by, especially in the United States when you have an Olympic trial, right? And you got to be right. on your game. You just got to be on your game. And you might right. not get that opportunity again, so you had to press through, you know, and you got the goal, bro. Yeah. And you got a world record in the process. Yeah, world record. Yes. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. And so, and so, I mean, that, 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 that's powerful, man. That, that is so powerful. You know, um, I guess every sport, no matter what it is, it's a part of the game is injury. The injury factor is a part of the game, right? Yeah. You, you know it's that way in football. You know, you know it's that way. And, and you get to the point where you know, I can push through this, you know. I can push through this, right? right. You know, somebody that came up with true. this phrase. Somebody came up with this phrase kind of a long time ago. No pain, no gain. <laughs> I don't know who did, but, but it is so true because the hope right. of the athlete is to win that championship or to be in that event, you know, right. to give yourself a chance because you never and know if you're gonna ever get there again. Again, and also in '87, um, I I ran at the World Championship in pain mm -hmm. <laughs> in the 200 yeah. meters. So and you won, um, you won gold, you won gold. Um, hey? I won gold, but I was in pain. Wow. Um, it was like the growing area that was oh, wow. killing me, and I, I was so thankful that I got lane seven. Uh, outside lane. Ah, okay. That I didn't have to run the turn. It was that, um, right. um, and that helped me because I ran most straight, more straight away than turn. Well, then you did. And it was a very close race. But wow. and then the shocker is, after the race was, the uh, trainers came to me and to my, we don't believe you made it through that race because they what? already had looked at my leg and everything, and they just knew I wasn't going to do anything. Don't make but, it right. <laughs> but wow. I, you know, it was like I'm going to get through this, and again, I didn't. That was it ended my season. I couldn't. I didn't run no more that season because my leg wow. was messed up. Wow. But sometimes you have to 
his, his mind will matter. You have to pluck certain things out of your mind, out of your mind, out of your head, and say, "Let me get this done, and I'll worry about that later." Absolutely, absolutely, man. You know, and that's, a lot that's, of people are not that strong to uh, not complain, but to just go ahead and do what needs to be done if you're going to no. do it. Just do it. Man, 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 man. Hey, listen, man. That that's that's powerful, man. Hey, so I hope y'all learned something out here and and um about what it takes to be an athlete because it's not easy. It's never easy, right? And um and and, and I will say this: I played three sports in high school: football, basketball, and I ran track. Football practice, I can take it or leave it. <laughs> Basketball talent <laughs> is the most fun. It's the easiest thing. I love practice. Track and field was the worst. <laughs> you had to really work. You had to really work. It was no joke. I mean, I, I can remember being in high school, running the quarters, running the 330s, running the 200s, running the 110s behind the goalposts, and then coach after that got us running stadium stairs. So it, it, it is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. And to keep your legs uh, from getting uh, overworked, overtight, strong, keeping them flexible, right, and all that kind of stuff. And and then on top of that, Calvin, you, people don't understand. You really got to eat right when you're running track. I mean, it's a, it's a whole yeah, thing. Yes, you got to eat. You you can't eat no fried chicken before you go out there and run that two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it depends oh, on everybody's different. One of the things about me was a lot of people, I can remember in Europe and everywhere, they would eat and they tried, you know, I can eat this before. I ate my meals. <laughs> I would eat a few, you know, day of the meeting. I had no problem. Yeah, no problem. Some can't, everybody can't do that. But I was. I got my meals in. Right, right. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. I, I tell you, I went through so much as a pro because I, you know, sometimes back in the old day, Calvin, in football, nowadays everything is down to a science. But in football, back when yeah. I played, what a pregame meal, a pregame meal before a game, we'll have steak. Think about that now. Steak, before, yeah. you know, four hours before we go play, steak, eggs, fried chicken, you know, things like that. And you'll be out there yeah. about to die, and you're trying to figure out what's wrong. And then before I left the game, <laughs> they, they start to take those things off the menu, and you'll have more things okay. like some carbohydrates, like spaghetti, things like that. Things like that that's better for you that okay. get you through yeah. the game, right? But, man, I'm just mm -hmm. telling you, nobody knew some of that stuff, man, back then. And now yeah. I got a son who, who played in the NFL. And, I mean, they got it down mm -hmm. to the site. I, I mean, it's so easy for them. Oh, yeah. Now, talking, oh, about, okay. talking about, let's talk about sons. My son played six years in the NFL. There's another Calvin Smith, Calvin Smith Jr., who went to the University of Florida. I don't know how he got by Florida State. They went to games <laughs> I don't know how come both of these guys just missed Tallahassee. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Kevin Smith well, is a world-class sprinter. Tell me about your yes. son. Um, he um, wanted the most, um, he ran the 400 meters, one of the most decorated um, track runners from 
uh, at University of Florida. Um, and he um, he made the uh, Olympic team. He did not uh, win a medal or, or run there, but he made the team. But he was very determined. Um, yeah. I trained him a number of years just after college mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, he had a great career, went to Europe and ran in meets all over Europe for a mm -hmm. good number of years as well. Wow, wow. Hey, that's amazing when you, when you get your blood to go back and do the yeah. same thing you did. I, I know it was good for me when my son Bryce was playing football, oh, yeah. you know, just watching him play. And, you know, I can remember when he was that little kid playing Pop Warner football for the first time, right? His uniform looked all funny. Now right. he's like, yes. like 6'4", 220 pounds. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Didn't come from me, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a big fellow now, much bigger than I am. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing, isn't it, man? It's it's amazing. Oh, but he yeah. got he got the same thing you got, right? And so and oh, that's, yeah. that's that's amazing, man. Well, listen, man, Calvin, man, it's been my pleasure um, to have you on and to talk with you, and uh, you're just as pleasant as you seem, thank right? You. And so uh, you're you're a gentleman, well, you. and I know track and field, man. They they enjoy having you, and and still people still talk about you, and so and so thank you again, man, for being on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for tonight. We thank um, Kevin Smith for joining us tonight. Um, and, and if you like the video, uh, share it, comment, um, share it with your friends. This is Bobby Butler. I'm your host, 100 Yards of Football, our legend segment. And tonight we had the great Calvin Smith on with us tonight. Hey, man, thank you enough. Peace. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.